Hey guys, thanks for tuning back in for our next book review. Uh, my name is Paul, and I'm so glad you've tuned in to watch. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, if you're new to the channel uh, on YouTube, uh, please be sure to subscribe and like. Would really appreciate that. Uh, share it with your friends if you think this is helpful. Today, I want to talk about the new Star Wars novel. Uh, well, within the past six months, year, somewhere around there. Uh, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Uh, I hope I'm saying his name correctly. My apologies if I'm not. So this novel launches the High Republic era of Star Wars stories. Uh, now that uh, Star Wars is run by Disney, uh, this is the, the new uh, piece of canon for the new era. Now, in this novel, we basically get introduced to uh, a a ton of new main characters. Uh, you will see some familiar names in here. Uh, if you're familiar, familiar with Star Wars, if you've watched the movies, there'll at least be one name. Uh, Yoda does get mentioned a couple of times. He makes one appearance. Uh, so you will notice that. There's some other, if you know uh, more details about Star Wars, there'll be some other names uh, that you recognize. There'll be some other planets referenced that you, uh, that you would recognize. So there is kind of that, uh, grounding itself in something familiar. Now, I have to be honest, I have absolutely no idea how to rate this book. Um, let me explain what I mean by that. Let me describe this story first. So basically what we have is uh, here on the cover, we have four of the new Jedi that were being introduced to you. Uh, over here we have uh, Loden, Great Storm. Uh, we have Alzar. Uh, of our Chris and Bariaga, a Wookiee. Uh, now, really, uh, of our Chris is kind of the most prominent of the new Jedi uh, to be featured in the action. And the Jedi are called to help as there is an explosion in hyperspace. And the debris from this explosion is flying out of hyperspace and colliding with planets and moons and wreaking destruction and killing uh, massive quantities of people. So the Jedi are called out to uh, to intervene, to help with this, to help uh, fight off uh, potential deaths. And uh, they do some amazing things in, in the process of doing that. Now, once they have the initial crisis averted, now they launch into trying to figure out what happened. Why did this explosion take place? Where did all this debris come from? Uh, is there still more out there that they need to go and intervene and make sure it doesn't cause any more destruction? And in the process, they are find themselves pitted against the villain of the book, which are a group of space pirates in the Outer Rim called the Nihil. Uh, at least that's how I was reading it. Uh, interpreting it as I read it. And so that this little band of pirates uh, are ultimately the ones responsible for what's going on. Uh, they're trying to profit off of this chaos and disaster, and the Jedi come in to intervene and put a stop to it. Now, that's the basic plot, and in fact, that is going to get you, uh, let's see, the book is 370 ish pages 377 somewhere around there everything i just told you is going to take you through about 300 of the pages of the book so 
uh, I don't mean to spoil <laughs> the first 300 pages, but that's basically what happens in the, the first two thirds of the book. Now, let me backtrack, because uh, again, I don't want to give spoilers to what happens in the last 77 pages. I have no idea how to rate this book because the first 100 pages were fantastic. Uh, as the Jedi are initially called in to uh, try to prevent uh, further casualties uh, from the flying debris, uh, we see the Jedi doing some amazing things. We're given some insight in, in terms of how different Jedi interact with the Force. Uh, for example, Var Chris, uh, the, the main Jedi here, this female, uh, she engages with the Force as though she's hearing a song. And uh, so we get these different visuals of how different Jedi perceive the Force and interact with the Force and communicate with the Force. Uh, we see some different abilities done by the Jedi that are just uh, some brand new things. Uh, they're able to do some things with their lightsabers and their ships that we haven't seen before, which is pretty cool. I uh, would love to actually see that displayed uh, in a live action format. But then, once the initial crisis is averted, uh, pages 100 to 300, we have an in-depth dive on the Nihil, the pirates, and their inner workings, their characters. And to be honest, they felt a lot more like Star Trek villains than Star Wars villains. And maybe that's because we're so used to Sith being the, the primary villains of a Star Wars story, and to have a group of pirates be the main villain was a very different feel. And it really, it, it just kind of felt like we're looking at uh, the Jedi versus Klingons. Uh, although the Nihil are a a group of pirates, they're not necessarily all the same species. Uh, there are a variety of species. Uh, one of them we find out is a Gungan, uh, which is uh, a little humorous in its own to think of a, a Gungan pirate, but nevertheless, it really felt more like a, a Star Trek story for the middle portion of the book. And to be honest, by the time I got to page 300, my assumption was I was going to rate this as three stars at the best. Um, it wasn't bad. Uh, it was written very well. Um, just wasn't going anywhere for me. Um, in terms of what I would expect from a Star Wars story and and kicking off this new era of Star Wars stories, again, this High Republic storyline, this takes place 200 years before the events of Phantom Menace. So, yeah, I almost gave up on it, but I was kind of holding out for maybe a shocking spin at the end or some kind of shocking reveal at the end. And again, I don't want to go into spoilers. There's not a shocking reveal in the end, but there is a twist, uh, just as you get into, uh, after page 300, uh, you realize that there's a twist. And I will say this only because I wish I knew this for certain heading into it. Uh, it would have made it a lot easier to work through. What happens in the first 300 pages isn't what you think. Okay, There's something else going on, and that's all I'm going to say. And the way this story ends, redeem this book for me. Now, I, I was torn as to 
thinking, well, does the ending warrant this to jump up to a four-star book? Uh, does it still stay as a three-star book? All I would say is hang in there. Um, hang in there. Because, again, everything in the first 300 pages isn't what it seems. And the last 77 pages or so bring it all together very, very well. Uh, all credit to the author. The finale brings it together very well and sets up the rest of the story in a way that at least I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm excited to see where the story goes, whereas, again, by page 299, I really didn't care where this was going to go. Uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted to read any more of these High Republic stories, if they're all going to follow this route. The ending makes me want to see where it goes. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential that comes out in the way that this ends, sets it up powerfully uh, for where the rest of however many of these books there are going to be, uh, really sets it up very nicely, uh, I think, for what could be a very exciting story. Uh, one complaint I was ha would have is we don't really get enough of the Jedi. And for me, typically a Star Wars story you're going to get a lot of the story from the Jedi's perspective, or at least that they're going to kind of be the driving force of the plot. Where I feel in this particular story, the Nihil are the driving source of the plot. And I would have loved to get a little bit more. I mean, there's these little pieces of the Jedi that kind of draw you to them. Uh, Barriaga, for example, uh, there's some really neat scenes with Barriaga. Uh, Avar Chris is probably the, the Jedi that's most unpacked, uh, and she becomes a very uh, likable character. Um, Elzar is, I think I'm remembering his name right. I just finished it last night, but I'm already not 100% sure I'm getting his name right. Uh, and that's that's kind of the, there's a lot. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of new characters thrown at you. Uh, lots of new Jedi being thrown at you to the point where you kind of have to keep reminding yourself what their names are and trying to keep straight who's who uh, and what's happening with them. Uh, so that's one of the critiques. I would have loved to have felt more attached. You know, instead of unpacking all of these new Jedi, just give us a handful for now and add more as uh, these books progress. So hopefully they'll do that in future stories. Uh, I know book two will be coming out here shortly. Uh, I don't remember if it's the same author or not. So anyway, we're, I know I'm kind of all over the place, but really conflicted about Light of the Jedi. Uh, wasn't a huge fan. I didn't hate it. It was okay. But the ending was a good payoff for me. It brought it all together in a very satisfying way. So if you're thinking about reading it, I would encourage you to do so. Um, is it going to change how you view the movies? No, but it is going to give you some insight. Uh, there is a character, and this might be getting too deep into Star Wars for some. Uh, if you saw The Force Awakens, at the very beginning, there's this older man named Lor Santeca who provides Poe Dameron with a map to help them find Luke Skywalker. This, Lor Santeca is not in this book, but his ancestors are. And it helps shed a lot more light on his significance in terms of the events of the prequel trilogy. So you get these little snippets that add a little bit more depth to what we know of Star Wars already. Uh, and hopefully as it goes on, uh, there'll be a lot more that it can kind of 
help build into uh, the lore as we know it. So I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, was disappointed two-thirds of the way into this book. But again, the ending was very satisfying, really paid off, and actually makes me want to continue with the story. So I don't know if that helps at all. Um, if I knew heading in that what was happening isn't what I think, I probably would have been a lot more intrigued. That's why I'm giving you that's at least that much of a spoiler hint, that what's happening isn't what you think. Because you, you go through and like, Okay, really, these are the bad guys. They don't really seem like they're an actual threat to the Jedi. So take that for what it will. Uh, that may have helped you decide or not decide. I know there's a lot of split and mixed reviews about this book. And I guess I'm a mixed review too. Um, yeah, it, it was very mediocre, but the ending did elevate it in my, in my eyes. But I wish I knew more of that heading in. I probably would have given it a, a full four-star rating if I knew that heading in. Uh, but it's like the last 70 pages were trying to redeem what was mediocre before that. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, somewhere in there, maybe there's some helpful information for you. So that's Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Uh, book one in the new High Republic era taking place 200 years before the events of The Phantom Menace. So should you read it? Sure. Uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, I would encourage you to read it. Uh, if, if I, I try at times to read this as though it was just a science fiction book and, and not related to Star Wars. Um, that didn't help. So it, it's, it was best for me to stick with this is a, a, a Star Wars book about Jedi. And yeah, uh, just say it's, it's a slow burn. I guess that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, good payoff at the end, I thought. So hopefully that helps you decide if you want to go ahead and read it or not. Uh, I'm glad I did. Uh, I'm glad I stuck with it because, again, the ending does bring everything together in a satisfying way. So take that for what it is. Uh, maybe that helps or discourages you from reading it yourself. Uh, I'll leave that to you. Uh, if you've read it, uh, let me know uh, in the comments on YouTube uh, what you thought. I'd love to talk to you more about it. Uh, maybe, if nothing else, to help me figure out if I... <laughs> If I did like it or not, uh, if the ending does make uh, the whole book worthwhile. So uh, it, it's at least a book that's been on my mind uh, since I finished it yesterday. So we'd love to hear from you how you felt. So thanks so much for watching, and we'll catch you next time. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.